and we are back. Did I do it? Did, <laughs> wow. did I do it right? That was so good. That was that was so good. It was it was better than I ever could have imagined or ever done myself. <laughs> it's that's an ugly shirt. So, yeah, you stop it. So, so we have we have our dear friend Rutledge hey guys. from Friends Stream Sports in today. Hello, sir. Hello. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me. So out. we're going to be talking baseball today, bro. Duh. Um. Hey, Gabe. Hey, dude. What's up, man? You haven't mentioned my face. I, I was assuming you would. Well, yeah, you're a handsome ass bitch with no. glasses. Yeah, I'm wearing. I I got blue light glasses because I'm having trouble sleeping. And I read that if you do them at, if you like wear them at night, especially if you're around a computer or a phone or something, it'll kind of help your brain regulate the the lights so it'll help you get to sleep better so i'm trying them out like just because i stroll i scroll on my phone and watch tv all night pretty much so i figured maybe give it a try and see what happens especially since this is literally just staring at a computer for the next 45 minutes to an hour probably so do you remember when when dell came on the show and he, he followed was me like, back oh, oh i took a screen i took a screenshot <laughs> hold on so Dell came on when he had those like handsome octagon gold glasses. Do you remember those? There he is. Look at that. Look at that yeah. guy. But those were those were blue light glasses too. Yeah. What so I don't know. I'm getting used to it. I feel silly because they're not like like I see twenty two. I still have twenty twenty vision, oh, so I feel excuse, like I'm just trying to us. look hipster for, the, for those that have to wear corrective lenses. Yeah. Because we have corrections. Weird flex. It's okay. At least you can see colors. Like, <laughs> I'd rather see, I'd rather put on glasses and see properly than just never see colors. So another thing happened today. Ugh, podcast burp. I, um, I had cereal for dinner and I both simultaneously finished the milk and the cereal at the same time, but not well, like, I don't believe that, but not like, bro, it was a milestone. Because it, it wasn't like it was cereal, but like eh, not enough milk, but it'll do, or eh, not enough cereal, but it's fine. It was the perfect amount of cereal to milk ratio, probably ever created. So, so you, you had a cereal got perfect a lot going game. On. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I don't, <laughs> cereal I don't no hitter. I don't know. I like that. That's staying on theming. Um, I don't know if I like that though, because I always like to just, you know, have a little bowl of the milk and I just, no, there was a little extra. I'm, I'm saying there was like the perfect amount for the perfect bowl of cereal. Cause I usually eat oh, my cereal the, with some peanut butter. So I'll take the way I <laughs> interpreted it was that you finished the cereal and the milk. Like the last drop of milk was nah. also used for the last little marshmallow of your lucky no, charms. The perfect amount. There was like a half cup of milk left afterwards. We'll say. Okay. Like maybe a little less than a half cup. So like a nice little of of cereal like afterwards. Yeah. So a little slurpy slurp. Big things happening over here. <laughs> hey dude. Yeah. What's up? Um before and I'm I'm honored that you actually remembered to ask me this time, but I'm actually gonna pass it off before I do my hey dude, what's up into our handsome motherfucker Rutledge. Hey dude, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um Thanks for coming out. We actually did our show last week, Friend Stream Sports. We're not into baseball yet. We're still talking a bunch of basketball. And I had some cool content that we put together where, um, I don't know if you know this, Connor, you know my wife, Gabe. You've met my wife actually once. Uh, my wife has a superpower that she can pick yeah. any sporting event. 
like Biff Tannen from Back to Future 2. Like I'm pretty sure there's a sports almanac locked in my drywall in this house that I've yet to find that's behind like a trap door. So <laughs> that she's using to dismiss with you. Yeah. Yeah, she's cheating. She's cheating. She's looking in the almanac and be like, I know this. Just as some way to impress me. She says all the team names wrong, but it's a way to impress me. But she, we did a segment <laughs> and she went like when she picked the sweet sixteen in the basketball tournament, she went like nine and nine and seven. Like she did really well for someone that's never watched college basketball ever. I don't understand how it works. I do the stats and the reading and everything and she just crushed it. So it's the secret of our, you know, in a relationship, you have that secret of like, how do they do that? And they say, I'll never tell. That's our thing is my wife is better at me at picking sports events. I like that. That's a nice little secret power, though. (laughs) Yeah. What was that movie with? um, It was Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino. Was it one for the money? Two for the money. Where He was like, yeah, two for the money. Okay, that's what that makes me think is like she's got like this Matthew McConaughey in her. And you got to be the Al Pacino and go, I'm not going to bet. And then she goes undefeated. And you're like, okay, I guess I'll bet. And then you lose the house. Like everything, <laughs> you lose everything. I hope she doesn't have any Matthew McConaughey in her. hey Yeah, that's safe for me. Oh. I was going to make that same yeah. joke. <laughs> uh, so Connor, what's up, man? Why are you calling me Connor? Are you used to your partner, Connor? Is that why you keep calling me Sorry, Connor? Sorry, wrong show. Is this French Stream Sports Tuesday at 8 live on Twitch? No. <laughs> Carmen, what's up, man? Oh gosh, you said that the like when you said uh, Connor the first time, I was like, oh wait, maybe I heard that wrong. Nope. And then you said Connor again, <laughs> and I was like, no, I gotta correct this guy now. <laughs> um, something's up. Well, at least at least I'm at least I'm no uh, no Sean with an E. Ah, you're you know? you're so a Sean. If you didn't have your hair up like a sexy piece of work, you'd be a Sean. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing that separates me from man and beast is my hair. So um, are you the man or the beast? <laughs> the, the man. The man or Sean? Um, it's just a palm. Uh, so I I have a team. at So today, now Thursday, speaking linear, today's my last day at this job that I'm leaving. But today, on Wednesday, yes, so excited. Oh, podcast burp. Uh, today, Wednesday, in podcast time, I was going around to the other managers going, hey, so we're celebrating National White Sox Day tomorrow, right? And some of them laughed at me. Some of them agreed with me. But I think I'm just going to show up tomorrow on my last day in, like, a polo and my White Sox jersey and say, what are you going to do, fire me? <laughs> like, um, now, I still dress up with a shirt and tie every day. But... Instead, tomorrow I'm going to go with a polo and a White Sox jersey. So I think that'll be fun. Um, Also, I don't know if you remember this, Gabe. A couple weeks ago, I think we were talking about the amount of wipes for poop Mm -hmm. that is acceptable and gratuitous, right? That's when uh, Alyssa said she stopped listening. So, yes, I remember. Okay. Interesting. I missed this episode. Catch me up. Okay. So, basically, I was having this kind of, uh, like, epiphany moment of while wiping my rump, how many wipes is good? And I think I can get with within two really good wipes all the poop, but I always do that third safety wipe, right? So I don't know what your thoughts on this, Rutledge, and we, we can come back to your thoughts in, in just a second, but my question that I would like both of you to, to talk about as well is, do you always use the same hand? Because I can't physically wipe with my left hand. It just, I can't do it. So, um, I've never switched hit 
So I always just did the one hand. Not much of a switch hitter. Uh, yeah, me either. Rutledge, what do you, what do you think? Are you first off? What's your thoughts on the amount of wipes? And also, are you a switch hitter? I am not. I'm definitely a righty. Um, which when I broke my arm in 2019, the greatest advice the doctor in the ER gave me was, well, you're right-handed, so you'll always be able to wipe your ass. So you're going to be fine. Um, uh, but yeah. sound professional advice. It was great. <laughs> but as that goes, no, I mean, I don't know if I'm the one, two, three strikes you're out there. Like you are Carmen or Connor or what show am I on? <laughs> Conman. I like Conman. Conman. But Carmen, I don't Conman. know. Um, I, yeah, I can't do the I can't do the three wipe thing. I'm more like a like do I feel ready to go? So is it three just like straight up and down? Are you doing a circular motion? Do we oscillate? Like what's the what's the grip technique? That's that's Four string, two so string. I, I do <laughs> um, Cutter. I it's do a nice a Mariano spoon. Rivera uh cut fastball. Just go straight up and yeah. down in the zone. Uh, <laughs> I prefer I prefer the Clayton Kershaw uh twelve six curveball. Uh, twelve six from, is a good one. Yeah, from from taint to upper rump. Um, <laughs> so, I I go I go all I go from like ball ball area up to the back. Like, so I'm going middle to back. Um, I know people that have said they go top down, and I'm like, that just it's leaving too much debris potentially to chafe on. Um, so I I just do two wipes straight forward, and if it's if it's clean on that second wipe, I don't go for a third one. But if I still get a little bit of skid mark on that second one, I'm going back in for the third. I respect that. I mean, it's yeah. a, that's just that's, that's just my. You have to be a professional of your craft. You know, you have to commit to the process. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was little, I was and still now, I'm like always paranoid that I'm gonna smell bad. And everybody's always like, "You don't smell bad," but like even if I did, nobody tells people when they smell bad. And so, like, I was an overwiper. I'm that fucking bear from the Charmin commercial that's like getting the whole the whole roll off of the <laughs> off of the rack. Because you never know. You don't want to smell. You want to be a nice, pleasant smelling young man. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a period of my life where I thought it was smart to like have the really high end ply toilet paper in like my car. Because so often you go to places and it's that, that one ply, one ply cardboard. Bullshit. Why do they even sell that? It's yeah. see through. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like you could. It's like I a transparent see through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Anyways, I mean, you can't see through pink so now that we're after done. that stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, now that we spent ten minutes and fifty-five seconds talking about poop, Gabe, tell all of our listeners what they've won the opportunity to do. You've earned an opportunity to we're one review away from fifty reviews. So who wants to be number fifty? Leave a review and say that you're number fifty. Also, like us on Instagram at Do Thoughts Pod, Jim Leader Gabe. Uh, Carmen.gaber.official, Catholic Kelky. Listen to Friend Stream Sports at Tuesdays at eight, right? Tuesdays at eight on Twitch. With a guy named Connor. With Connor there it is and on Rutledge. Twitch. With Connor and not Carmen. Um, they talk about how the Brooklyn Nets formed the Monstars and how the rich get richer and it's just not fun anymore, but that's fine. Go Suns. Hey, <laughs> we, are, we are big fans of the Suns on our show. Connor has really been pushing so for the Suns I. to take the West. Carmen still believes the Chicago Bulls are going to turn basketball. it around. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls. I mean, they now that shockingly made a lot of moves. They did. 
well, moves. <laughs> Not a lot of moves, but they made moves. So, Gabe, how does it feel so to Zach watch... Levine doesn't just up and leave. How does it feel to watch Steve Nash coach the Nets? I, I mean, he's my favorite. He was my favorite player growing up, as a young Suns fan would would have to enjoy. Um, he's, um, I, I'd like for him to get a ring because he did not get one with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it doesn't feel. I don't dislike, like it's nothing against the Nets for doing it because any other organization would do the same. If people wanted, if people wanted to come to Phoenix and they're just lining up because they just love the desert. I'm sure they would sign all these people too. So it is what it is. Also, Kevin Durant's homophobic, apparently. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've seen that. No. But oh yeah, it's a whole thing. Look it up. Google it. Give it a googs. He uh, somebody posted some comments that he made at somebody on in, in DMs, and they're not flattering for Mister Kevin Durant. Mm-mm-mm. A KD, lot of expletives. KD ain't for me. Mm. Um, so. I would love to talk about basketball for an episode, so we'll have to definitely get Rutledge back on. Maybe maybe even Connor will join us for one of those episodes. Yes, Carmen. Connor um, would be love to come on for an episode with Carmen and Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, imagine that nightmare of you calling just both of us Connor or both of us Carmen for an hour. I, um, what? Not, I, don't, I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> so anyways, today, April 1st, April Fool's Day is the start of the baseball season. And I believe I could be wrong. We're getting a full 160 or 162 game season this year. That's at least the Supposed plan. To, yeah. yeah. And coming off of a 60 game, uh, abbreviated season last year, expectations are high for a lot of players, for a lot of teams. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy to see all the stuff that happened in the off season. Speaking of kind of that passing comment of rich getting richer, we saw the freaking, uh, what's it's called? Um, the fucking, what, what are they? The, uh, the Dodgers, the Dodgers got everyone. Um, the Padres got everyone. The White Sox got one guy. The Braves probably got someone. The Yankees, I don't think got anyone, but they're still somehow super Kept great. Mayhew. So yeah. Oh, oh, really oh, oh. Well, um, he, he's freaking a beast. So I'm glad we kept him. He was no, he is like he great. Was leave for a while. Um, so I like that we have like three completely different uh, sporting fandoms here, right? So Gabe is a Yankees fan, Rutledge is a Braves fan, I'm a White Sox fan. Um, let's go ahead and talk about what we're thinking the season is going to look like if we think we're actually going to have a full season, um, and then kind of take it away from there. Rutledge, do you want to start us off and, and give some thoughts? Yeah, um, I am. I'm excited to see what baseball does in regards to the elephant in the room, which is COVID-19, which they said they can allow fans. And I've been to some sporting events this year. It's a different experience, but I think for baseball where it's such a, it's such a long sedentary event where you're just encouraged to kind of sit and have snacks and watch the ball game and talk about the good old days and peanuts and Cracker Jacks. So to see how the world rebounds from all of this going in the right direction will be huge. Um, on a personal note, I would like to hope that my Atlanta Braves finally learn the Heimlich maneuver, as we just love to choke <laughs> all the time, and it's the laughing stock of baseball. And we love to get, we love to light up the season, win the division, and then pull someone like the Dodgers or the Cardinals in the playoffs, and then just absolutely blow it. So, 
I'm optimistic coming out of spring training, but as if you ever wonder what it's like to be a Braves fan, they had the team of the 90s and they walked away with one pennant when if it was any other franchise, would they have been bigger? Would they have done better? So uh, being a Braves fan, you just hold your breath and see where everything lands. But I feel like we're going to see a lot of how everything's been in COVID sports. Who bounces back? Um, are the Dodgers still the same? Did the Rays do what they did again? You know, do people actually go to Rays games this year? Uh, unlike, <laughs> was, does COVID have such a shit fan base? <laughs> it's really, it, it sucks because Tampa's like the, the St. Louis of the American League, where they always just have like a good farm system through the, and just really build their team through the, through the minor leagues. And they always have a decent team, at least ever since Madden's been there. And I mean, I know he's gone, but however that culture got developed they're they're always relatively competitive and so it sucks that they're they're that florida's fan base is such a melting pot of teams that like when yankees come to town it's more yankees fans than than Rays fans at tropicana fields it's just it's unfortunate it seems the florida fan is just never want to go through the traffic to get to the ballpark to sit (laughs) inside a baseball stadium indoors traffic to tampa sucks and then it's like an hour to a dodgers game yeah yeah I can imagine, but at least the Dodgers. I, don't know, I feel like people from California have more pride. Yeah, like, I feel like people move to California and go, "I'm a Dodgers fan now." Mm-hmm. Nobody moves to Florida and says, "I'm a race fan now." You know, that's fair. Also, just I wanted to go back because I wanted to check out something. Um, so, speaking of that team of the '90s, Rutledge, mm-hmm. we we reference Greg Maddox a lot on this show. <laughs> Never Chipper <laughs> um, Jones, but Never Chipper Jones. <laughs> um, or Tom uh, or uh, Glavin um, or uh, Andrew Jones or um, oh I forgot about Andrew Jones uh, who's who's it was Glavin Maddox mm-hmm. and who was the third of their big three didn't they have a good closer yeah I'm blanking on it uh, well anyways remember. so I was curious so I wanted to look up Greg Maddox's uh, postseason stats. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that this guy was still playing in 2008. He actually was playing with the Dodgers uh, in 2008. Um, and I forgot that he had such a long career um, at, towards the back end there. But he has a career 3.27 ERA with a record of 11 wins and 14 losses in the postseason. John Smoltz. However, Smoltz, Smoltz. that's the one. Um. So, but I'm looking at this in one, hold on, I'm looking at this. So it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19 career starts for the Braves in the postseason. How many wins? Yeah. What was the, what was the win record? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. So 10, so ten of those wins or 10 wins and some no decisions probably and some losses. Yeah. So out of the 11 wins that he has in his career in the postseason, 10 of them came in a Braves uniform, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that is impressive. And he's just someone that I, I don't remember who I was talking, uh, who I was listening to, or if it was an interview, but it was uh, someone he, he had hit someone in a game 
And then the guy came up to him later and goes, hey, man, I know that you can throw a ball from home plate into a teacup <laughs> at second base. So why the fuck did you hit me? <laughs> so clearly on purpose. <laughs> yeah, clearly that was on purpose. Um, but anyways, that's just a little sidebar for for the Braves there. I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how the season rolls over. I pulled some some things off of this very good website called MyBookie and just looked at some betting odds. And the teams that seem to have big odds going into the season are, of course, the Dodgers, the Yankees, but I think that's just preseason hype, the Padres. And then the next one with the stronger betting odds actually tied on this website is the Atlanta Braves and the Chicago White Sox. So, yeah, Carmen, I know, yeah, I knew that. I know we joked about uh, you saying your record pick was going to be undefeated this year, but maybe this could be a year. Yeah, it felt like last year was a good a uh it's like when the uh Durant and Westbrook and Harden team made it to the finals like they they weren't all there yet they were just like overachieving mm-hmm. like last year I felt like they overachieved and this year it feels like they can really put it all together cuz you guys pretty much have the same team right we have i think both the the Braves and the White Sox have a lot of the same pieces um now Rutledge, the thing that's cool is the Braves and the White Sox could both go undefeated in the regular season because i don't think they're playing each other um, the, the big downfall for the White Sox is one of their big mashers in the middle of their lineup. Eloy Jimenez, um, suffered a torn left peck going for trying to rob a home run ball in spring training. Um, he's someone that could have the same effect of like the Kyle Schwarber for the Cubs in 2016, when he came off the DL, like a couple weeks before the end of, uh, the re- regular season. And then he DH'd in the postseason when they were playing the AL teams. Um, so and then he pinch hit as well. And you guys still NL, have that. Uh, who was that series. random old ass bitch that was hitting cleanup for y'all? That Jose was Jose Abreu. Like, <laughs> yeah, did you guys get rid of him the, yet? The AL MVP, <laughs> the 2020 MVP. Why would we get rid of him? Old ass no, bitch. Not Abreu. Then no, the old guy. You know what I'm talking about? The one that was hitting like 100. Um, not Jose Abreu. He maybe was hitting fifth. He was hitting high, too high in the lineup in the order. I don't know. I it know was, we, we have God. I don't know who you're talking about. We have we have Yasmani Grandal, who's our catcher, but no. he's young. He's a good no, guy. He's trust oh, me. oh, oh, freaking um old guy. Uh Edwin Encarnacion. Yes. No, wait, no. It was yes, Encarnacion. Right? It is Encarnacion, yes. I don't think he signed anywhere this Thank season. God, because he would ruin the game. Trash can. <laughs> he was a brave at one point. <laughs> yeah, he was he good. Was, he was he good was on the brave in Atlanta, but that's Atlanta. We also had a lot of people. Jason Hayward was good in Atlanta until he was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Flying the W. Uh, there was a guy who I, went to my high school that played on the Braves. What was his name? Oh, man. Everyone's played on the uh, Braves. Chipper Jones. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't remember. Just keep going. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, he's he's off the team. Uh, anyways, so Rutledge and I have talked about the White Sox a little bit. Gabe. All right, uh, he talked about the Braves. I talked about the White Sox a little bit. Gabe, tell me about the Yankees. Where's your head at for the season? Um, and what do you think about Rutledge's point about actually making it through the season with COVID? I don't know. We're, we're, I never uh, pay too attention to the preseason or rankings or anything just because the Yankees are always expected to do something. And sometimes it's just off reputation. And so sometimes we're predicted to be number one in the AL East, but we end up like third. So it's hard to really get a grasp on what experts are saying, especially because I don't watch as much baseball as I used to. I watch a lot more basketball now. 
because the suns are good. And so it's finally nice to be enjoying that because it's been a decade of not making the playoffs. Good so times in the Valley. Sweet. Yeah. And our, our uniforms look sick. Our new ones, they're dope. Um, so I think we'll be fine. Um, I always have to like preface being a Yankees fan after I say I'm a Yankees fan and just be like, yeah, but I'm not annoying. Like, I don't <laughs> think I don't make excuses for everything. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, we suck or like, I'm not one of those guys. But luckily, I made this joke probably on air before that out of my three sports teams combined, we have 27 world championships out of all my three and sports out of teams, those 27 it's all, the, all yankees. the yankees all the yankees that way it kind of proves that i'm not a bandwagon fan because they're my only winning franchise so how did you become a yankees fan i don't really know um there's a team i gravitated to growing up and so i just kind of like i've always stuck with whatever team i because i never wanted to be, i care too much about what people think about me so i never wanted to be a flip-flop so whatever i picked first is what i wanted to keep doing <laughs> And so baseball is what I liked first, and I chose the Yankees. And then I lived in Arizona for a little while when I started getting into basketball. And so the Suns naturally were what I picked then. And then when I, I lived in Florida, and I have family in Georgia. But when I played Madden, I liked the Falcons jerseys the most. And so I chose the Falcons to be a Falcons fan because I just liked their jerseys the most. Nice little black and red. Mm-hmm. Real, That's fair. Real sleek. Yeah. I remember I... So living in a town with two teams, I had to choose the White Sox, um, not because like I was forced to, but I remember going to a White Sox versus Blue Jays game as a child. And I, I was at a game where Frank Thomas hit a line drive right back to the pitcher and it like bounced off his head and he, the guy had to get carted off the field and I lost my, my first tooth. So White Sox fan for life. Um, Rulledge, do you have any like first memories of being a Braves fan? Um, my favorite memory being a Braves fan was we had my bachelor party at Turner Field opening weekend, and this was when that's Jason sick. Upton and yeah, that's dope. it was awesome. This is when Jason Upton and BJ Upton were both signed to the Braves that year, and it was Chipper Jones's. It was the first season without Chipper Jones, so like there was a lot of hype around the franchise because they had done pretty good, made the playoffs in 2012, and they had a rally back game. They beat the Cubs. But they had this huge rally back game where they were down the whole landslide. And because it was opening weekend in Atlanta, some people were there, but we managed to sneak down and sit right behind the first base dugout and where you could almost just reach out and touch the grass. But there was a lot of security around us. That, well, yeah, they wouldn't let you touch the grass. Also, the person who went to my high school that went to my high school that I told you played for the Braves mm-hmm. was Jordan Schaefer. So. Oh. Casual. So there it is. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So let's, let's go league by league and we, we could probably just do like, uh, instead of actually doing the records and doing so much math, (laughs) the more more I thought about it, I was like, God, 162 minus. There's going to be a lot lot of teams going 62 and a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. Considering I can't even get names right. I don't even want to do math on this show. So if we're going to do math, I'm going to have to bow out. No, no, we're just what I'm thinking we're just going to do is for based off of 162 game full season, just give the amount of wins that you think they're going to get. That's it. We're not going to do win losses. We'll go division by division. Coward. Pick the pick our winners. (laughs) You shut the fuck up. Um, We'll go. uh, We'll pick the winners of the division and then we'll talk um, uh, their their win loss predictions. So let's go ahead and start with the NL West. Okay, so the loser ass Diamondbacks. 
I'm going to give them 15 wins. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 15. Okay. Yeah. I'm sticking with 48. I will go with Rutledge. What do you think? 35. Oh, you price is right. You price the right. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) All right. All right. That that one I got out of the way. I I don't actually think they're going to get 15, but I'm sticking to it. Um, So the Rockies, uh, this offseason, they traded away freaking Nolan Arenado to the Ryan. That was Nolan. No, Nolan Ryan. It was a dumb joke. Nolan, Nolan Ryan, (laughs) Arenado, McCartney. Um, So (laughs) the Rockies, I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to put them at uh, 64 wins. I feel less. I'm going to go 53. That's a lot. Out of a 162 game season, I think that they're going to be I think they're going to be 60, 64, 98. Okay. I'm going to go less, and I'm going to also say, like, in the 50s, like, 52. Feel good Gabe, what are you thinking? I said 53. Okay. All right. Um, just for just for ease, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll read off the team. I'll say mine, then Rutledge, then Gabe. Okay. Um, Giants. Uh, I think the Giants are going to have a pretty decent season. Uh, but I think they're going to be right around 500. So I'm going to say 79 wins for the Giants. I'll say 79 as well. Yeah, the Giants are kind of like the Cowboys. I feel like so they're always at least mediocre, and I don't. It's not an even year, so I'm going to agree. I agree with all of you. We're all on the same the same page with the Giants. I, how sick would that be if it actually is 79 wins? We're all going to be like getting back together for the playoffs going, whoa, <laughs> 79 yeah, wins. Um, we'll take 79 shots if they get crazy. 79 wins. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> 79, 79 toilet paper wipe tutorials with Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, San Diego Padres had a mm. hot offseason. They picked up you Darvish. They picked up. Blake Snell, um, anyone else that I, that I'm forgetting? They they traded they traded a lot of guys and picked up a lot of guys. Who else did they get this off season? I don't remember. I didn't like I said. I was watching. I was focused too much on basketball. I don't, I don't know a lot of the off season moves. That's fair. Um, I think that they're gonna crack ninety wins. Um, I'm gonna put them at ninety. Ninety is what I got the Padres at. Yeah, they remind me of the the first year the Angels got Albert Pujols, where they didn't really do as they were projected to do. That's what I feel like the the Padres are. I was trying to look up what their record was the first year they got Pujols, because I don't even think they made the playoffs that year. So whatever that was is what I'm predicting for the Padres. So what would you say, 90 wins? 90 wins, yeah. Yeah, that feels, man, Carmen, you're crushing it. That feels right. I can't argue down 90 wins, but I can't go any more than 90 wins. So, so are you going to so stick at 92? We're all saying 90 wins. We're saying 79 at 9. 90 shots. All right. 90 <laughs> shots. Imagine um, if they both happen. So, I, so Dodgers is the last team for the NL West. I, I think it's pretty safe to assume that the Dodgers are going to run away with the NL West. That's my prediction. Um, but... I think that they're going to spend a lot of time beating up back and forth with the Padres. 
So I think they're going to end with 99 wins, just one short of 100. Uh, I pick like 110, 110 wins, 110, 112. Uh, they're so good. <laughs> I'm also going with, uh, I'm going to say 100 and like 105, 106 up there. Uh, Carmen on Friends Stream Sports has a saying he likes to pick out certain teams like Alabama in <laughs> college football or uh, um, LeBron James in basketball. There are certain groups you just don't pick against until they make you pick against them, and the Dodgers are just that for baseball. Yeah, exactly. So it's like like 105 yeah. wins. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not picking against them. I think that they have the firepower to go all the way to represent the national league in the world series. I think that they are unfortunately the world series winners until proven otherwise. Um, I just don't know if they have the gas to go and repeat. I'm actually also, I don't know why I have this feeling. I have a feeling that there's going to be a serious injury uh, on the Dodgers. And I don't know if that means uh, Darvish or Kershaw going down, but they both are a bit injury prone as they're getting older. Um, but I, I, I don't want to see that happen because I'm, I'm Gabe and I have talked about this as well. We're both big Kershaw fans, but I don't know why I have a feeling there's going to be a really detrimental injury and it's going to cost them some wins. Yeah, Kershaw's my Greg Maddox. Like, the, um, as much as you like him, I love Kersh- I love Kershaw so much. It's like freaking art. Just watching that 12-6 just, just break in slow motion. Mm, num, 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 num. So off-topic thing, how many wins do you think – it? let's say Kershaw goes down in like in like – first week of June, how many wins do you think that drops them without him? And he's like uh, out, like his thumb just rips off or something. Something bad happens. <laughs> he loses the thumb. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead, not Gabe, that go many. Ahead. Like 10. So still above 500 by a, a healthy margin. I think it. it's um. while, while it may be 10 on his record I would say 10 for sure like if he if he was the starting pitcher and you lose that guy you for sure lose 10 but I would chalk up another five to six to starts where he gets you a tie and the other team beats your bullpen Mm -hmm. so I would say anywhere anywhere from 10 to 16 potential losses but if Kershaw does go down just his um his presence in the starting lineup that would give the Padres a chance to sneak by and maybe win the division. Yeah, I, I said 10 just because I feel like like 16 is assuming that his replacement starts to get no wins, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, that they, they don't win any of those games. So maybe somewhere in the middle feels more right. It's like a 12. I think, like, okay. I think 10 to 15 wins, but I think the talking heads in the media will make it feel like it was 20 wins or they'll attribute like <laughs> the 20 wins. Like, ah, yeah. oh, well without Kershaw, they would have the Padres, the Padres in a Kershaw list in the Kershaw list West take off with it. So yeah, the Padres yeah. are the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> if LeBron is not healthy this year. Um, then let's talk NL central. So pirates, uh, last year in a 60 game season, they were 19 and 41. Yeah. So absolute trash. 30. Um, they're not going to win more than actually 19 games in uh, this full season. So 19 wins for the pirates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling, I said 30. Uh, I'm going to stick with that just because you said 19 in a 62 game season. So I feel like I had to add a little bit to it. I'll give them some flavor and say 22. 
<laughs> T Swift. Uh, what a what a horrible season that would be. Yeah. Um, all right, the Brewers. Um, I don't know that they. I don't know that they had any major additions, but I feel like they're a team that didn't lose many people. They had some people who were on the trading block that I don't think got moved. So I think that they're going to stick probably around that 500. Um, so I'm going to say probably 79 wins, just like the Giants. Who do you think is the most famous brewer of all time? Uh, Ryan Braun. Oh, yeah. I was thinking him or a fielder, but Braun's handsome. He's also so kind of a scumbag. Ryan Braun. But yeah. Yeah, but for sure a scumbag. That's true. Uh, most famous the Brewers did brewer. sign Jackie. $24 million deal. Well, who did? The Brewers. Yeah, you, you, you cut out there. What, who did they sign? Oh, the Brewers signed Jackie Bradley Jr. this past offseason, so I think that'll carry some weight of just adding kind How of depth to them. How did I miss that? How did I miss that signing? I just did not know that they signed him. Because March 4th, 2021 was a very busy day for you, Carmen, and you just you missed it. Oh, it's true. I was very busy that day. <laughs> um... So, did we all give Brewers predictions? I said 79. Rutledge, what do you got on the win? Oh, I'm going to go 90. I'm going to say 64. All right. a good number for Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I have two of them. Some would say uh, I have a Nintendo 128. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> all right. The Big Red Machine, Johnny Bench. Uh, I think it's uh, who's the other guy? The guy, Pete Rose, and another guy on the Big Red Machine. Can't remember. Um, I think that they're going to be 84 wins this season. Moving on the Reds, you said? Yeah, and that's 84 wins considering they also lost NL Cy Young, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Um, I'll say like 76. I'll say 79. All right. I dig it. Uh, the St. Louis bitches. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't, I don't. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I just like, I don't. The the Cardinals for me are the Red Sox of the NL. Their fans just never shut the hell up ever. They're always somehow in it. They always somehow have a good farm system. They always somehow are in the playoffs, and their fans suck. And we're so close to Missouri, and I just hate all of those Cardinal fans. Um, but, damn it, they're good, and I think that they're going to end up with 90 wins this season. I'm going to say 84 wins. I'm going to go 95 wins. They're they're just consistent. They I, I'll take them even say they'll take the division. Okay. All right. So that's uh, Cardinal's pick for the division. Um by Rutledge, I think I my, my last one here. It's the Cubs. Um, I think that they're going to end with ninety-one wins by one game. They're going to beat the Cardinals for the division, um, but the Cardinals get into the NL wild card um, with uh, with the Padres. And one opinion. game, one game. Hmm. What did you say? What was the record you said? Uh, I think they're going to win ninety-one games. I think that. While they don't have the tools, I think that they're going to be buyers at the trade deadline yeah. to get uh, their last season out of the Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, uh, 
uh, freaking uh, Rizzo, um, Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo. Uh, core. So I think that they're going to add something at the trade deadline. I don't know what that's going to be, but I think they're going to add, and it's going to end up with 91 wins, and I think that they win uh, potentially the first round of the playoffs if they're not going against the Padres or Dodgers. Yeah. They they have a good little squad. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like mid-80s, like 86, 86 wins for the Cubbies. Same mid-80s, 85, 87. But this is going to be the division. Like, this division is so stacked that this will be what everyone sort of starts to watch in yeah. August and September on the National like League what side. what the, the Cowboys division is, but better. <laughs> the way it's like everybody's 8-8 eight and eight yeah. in the Cowboys division. Yeah. Everybody's going to be like uh 80 wins in the what is this the central yeah yeah this is the central Central. yeah because they're all they're all just like decent solid teams it's gonna be fun to watch that one yeah i agree i agree rutledge i think that's coming down the stretch that's going to be where people are going to be looking for the um the wild card race is going to heat up there because of the cardinals and the reds um but i think the cubs i think just uh just barely edge them out um the NL East also is a very interesting division. Uh, you had the Mets adding a lot of people. The Marlins were sleepers. You have the Braves. Um, the Nationals are always a threat. So um, let's go ahead and start with the Nationals here. Uh, end of the season last year, 26 and 34. Uh, I think coming out of now they're one full season removed of losing Anthony Rendon and um, they were able to re-sign uh Strasburg and they have Scherzer still I say that they're probably going to be adders are they gonna be buyers at the trade deadline I think they end up with uh 84 wins though barely just missing playoffs but 84 wins is my record for the Nationals yeah let's see that's another that's an interesting division um I'm gonna say 63 wins for the Nationals going low I'm gonna flop flop year I'm going to also go low with like 75 wins. I would also like to put out there that I can't stand Steven Strasburger. There's just something mechanically machine about him that I've watched too many Braves games where he just made me just mad. I want to throw things. So <laughs> I want to let it be known out there. Strasburger, you're not invited to be on friend stream sports, eight o'clock on Tuesdays on Twitch. You're not invited. <laughs> you're never invited. Oh man. Uh, we, we do have to have Rutledge's back and you may suck, but you you're invited on to the dude thoughts podcast show. No, offense. Ah, um, dirty. <laughs> uh, the Mets oh, wait, uh, Gabe, did you give your prediction for the yeah, Nationals? Okay. Um, the Mets interesting team added Jason McCann from the white Sox. um, added a couple. They, they That's added, catcher, um, right? That was your catcher. That was our old catcher. Yeah. Um, a lot of money in New York now. So I'm I'm thinking they're going to be someone who may be able to take on bloated contracts at the trade deadline, um, but I think that they're going to be closer to the 70s. I think 77 is going to be their record, um, but they're in it all the way to the last two months, and they just hit a cold streak. That's that's my guess. Rutledge, what do you think? Going 80 wins in that, and the same with you. They'll hit a cold streak at the wrong time. It'll probably be in like it'll probably be in July where they'll just go. They'll just blank out the whole month, and they'll never rebound from it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see them making the playoffs, but I see them either second or third. Um, so that sounds about right. 80 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phillies, uh, 
full disclosure, I think Bryce Harper is probably a tool, but he's so good. Um, just have last good night, I actually, yeah, it, that's that's 90% of being cool. Um, like, look at the three of us, we're all very dope. Um, and I was just watching a video of just all his home runs. Like, and that's it. Like, I just was like, I want to watch Bryce Harper hit home runs. So I did that for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, he swings a, a baseball bat the way Happy Gilmore swings a club. Yeah. Like, it just looks so Oh, yeah, so, for like, sure. Like, just so, like, nothing beautiful about it. Just like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Just natural talent. And he is good. Like, I admit that he's good. He's no trout, but he's... He's a uh, he's wild. And there's he's a good he's a good player. There was something about when they did the home run derby in Washington in the nation's capital, and he had his dad pitch to him. He came out wearing like an American bandana. I've never been yeah. like a oh my god, you're my favorite player, but I was just like yeah, do it for America, Bryce. Bryce, hit him deep. You got another one. He's <laughs> like like cheering for Steve Rogers as he showed back up out of the ice or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bryce, Talk Captain America uh harper so i think the phillies um i think they make a run i think uh they're gonna end with 90 wins this year i think it's gonna be the first uh the first year that that uh, bryce harper gets to go back to the playoffs after leaving washington 90 wins okay yeah 90 wins okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry podcast yawn um yeah i'm not as high on them but i feel like i keep saying 80 so, so I'm going to say 53 wins Whoa, for the Phillies. We're going low. I just hit my head on something. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a bug. No, I just hit my head on this. No, thing it was like a cockroach. Rutledge, what's your. You have, you have ants. <laughs> no, uh, fuck that. Um, I'm going to like, Carmen, you make a valid point. I can't argue against it. I think this will be the production that the Phillies were supposed to be. When you look at when he first joined the team and everyone thought he was going to be the savior, but baseball doesn't turn around that fast. So they'll go, um, I'm going to ballpark in the 90 wins and I think they'll finish second in the division. Um, But they'll be, they'll get a lot of hype. They'll have a late season run where they'll really hit their stride. They'll come out cold, but then all of a sudden people be like the Phillies. Yeah. Nobody's thinking of, nobody's talking about it. will be all the talk at the Wawa's. Yeah, <laughs> Harper just reminds me of uh, a baseball version of Russell Westbrook, who's just really raw, talented, explosive player who just can't win anything. So I don't know. I don't ever see him winning any a World Series, and I, hopefully I'm wrong because he's good for the sport. Mm-hmm. A nice, like, uh, not flamboyant, uh, like energetic, energetic, outspoken bat flipper. Yeah, you know, like that's good for the sport. Flip more bats, gets in fights. Yeah, he's just a good personality to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Must I say, see TV. I say flip more bats, hit more grand slams when you're up by 10 runs and you have a 3-0 count. Um, and also hit the other guy back if uh, he hits your guy with a pitch. Just hit the yeah. other guy too. Like We can have old school rules and new school I really, rules. It's not, you know, I really thought you were going to say flip more bats, hit more kids. Like I thought, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> that's what I thought he was going to say. That's a, that's, a, that's a Sean thing to say. <laughs> Um, now the Marlins, they're going to be my, um, I'm going to give them 69 wins. Mm-hmm. You're saving that. Um, yeah. 69 wins. Um, that's generous. I feel I'm gonna go lower than that. 
for the Marlins. Um, I'm going to say Marlins are going to be in the 40 to 50 range. So 40, I'll say lower end. So 41 wins. I'm also going low with Gabe. 50-something wins. It's such a cool possibility of a franchise. It's such a mess. Like, their only good attendance was their All-Star game. And Aaron Judge tried to break that building in half. <laughs> That's outside fair. of that, That's I, don't, fair. I don't know. I outside of that, I don't think the people ahead. in Miami even know where this. If, it, if the stadium wasn't built on the old Orange Bowl, I don't even think the people in Miami know where that stadium is. No, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I think I. I don't know. I think because um, late they were second place in the division last year, and then they made the playoffs, and they kind of had that like interesting run. Um, so. I, I don't think they're going to fall completely down into the fifties, but I do think the magic is going to wear off. They're going to be at 69 wins um, last in the division. Um, but next we have uh, the Braves Rutledge. Why don't you start us out here for your boys? Hey-o, we are going to be hopefully hot this year in Atlanta. Um, Acuna is already like a, like a possible MVP favorite. So we have a lot going for us. The as long as the bats are talking, I'd say I could see at least 100 wins, take the division, and get a good seating in the playoffs to where we can play someone that we can beat instead of ending up playing the eventual World Series champions like we have been. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're um, leaps and bounds the favor in their division. So it's not even close, so they're going to get a lot of wins just from divisional play because I don't think there's anybody there who's in their same realm. Um, so yeah, 100 and 115, at least 115, 120. I'm going to stick it in 122. 122. I think that'd be the best, the yeah. best record of all time. I'm um, feeling like that's what's going to happen. Okay. Now I'll stick um, with 115, 115. They're not going to break any records. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, I think I actually have the Braves with a better regular season record than the Dodgers. I'm going to put them at one Oh five. Um, but that's, that's mostly because I don't feel, I don't feel like there's going to be an injury. Uh, although I don't know enough about the depth of Atlanta to know if they could handle an injury. Um, I also feel like, uh, you know, to your point, Rutledge, if the bats are talking, you're, you're looking good on that front, but, um, the pitching isn't going to win the regular season for them. I think the, the batting is the offenses, but the problem is that pitching wins championships. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to win the whole thing, but I could be wrong. And I they do could make hope a move. that I'm, mm-hmm. they could make a move. Yeah. I see them making um, a move this year just because I think they've been frustrated with a lot of the prior years and they're going to really push hard at the trade deadline. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. We'll see what happens. Um, any final thoughts on, on your Braves there? Rutledge? Still really nervous. I agree with you guys on pitching. They could probably, if they do a mid season lockup of someone, it'll just sort of end, but their last strong closer, like dominant closer was Craig Kimbrell. And when you would watch Braves games, they would put him out there. Um, kind of like any team that has the one good player in that position. And then he'd be great, but on his rest days, there was no one to go to. And that's been our problem for a while is just the pitching staff. So they improve the ball sense and we can hit, but I am still just as nervous as I said at the start of the show, still holding my breath. Yeah. To be also, I'm going to go ahead and just say a prediction. I don't think that the White Sox will trade away from their bullpen, but I think if the White Sox do get um, good production out of their bullpen, I actually see a world where they could trade 
maybe MLB ready talent for MLB ready talent with the Braves, because we may need depth on offense for the roster expansions um, as to where we have a very deep um, uh, bullpen. And there are like three guys on our bullpen that could be closers in, in other, other teams. So that actually might be something to keep on the, on the lookout is for a Braves white Sox swap at the trade deadline offense for pitching. They definitely could very well, like they, not many trades are win-win, but they could definitely produce a win-win trade given what they need. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep, we'll keep uh, looking up on that. Uh, the AL central tigers, fuck the tigers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give them 54 wins. They're rebuilding. That's the lowest amount of wins that I'm giving to any team right now. 54 wins for the tigers. Uh, I was going to go lower. Um, man, 54 wins. I'm saying 40, right at 40, 40 wins for the Tigers. Also going low, saying 50 wins for the Tigers. All right. Kansas City Royals. Um, I'm going to put them at 63 wins, 63 wins for the Kansas City Royals. That feels good. I'm going to go 66, a little higher than you. I'm going to go 69 wins. Nice. Everybody gets one. <laughs> I, just wanted to eat that. I used mine on the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, they deserved it. There's a lot of 69 wins in Miami. Um, Hey-o. Hey-o. Nice. Um, the White Sox. I think that the White Sox are going to be at uh, 98 wins. Uh, they're not going to crack 100 because the division, it still goes through Minnesota, unfortunately. Uh, but I do think that this is the year the White Sox win the division. I'm calling them as the winners of the AL Central um, with 90, 98 wins uh, for the White Sox. 98 is exactly what I was thinking as you were, as you were talking. So I'm going to agree with you. I will also agree. Carmen, order your swag now. You're going to win the division this year. 98 wins. Yeah, I can see this also being y'all's breakout year and doing even better. Like, I don't know. You guys have such young talent that is, like, in prime position to hit their, just to hit their prime. And if they all do, then I think you you guys could pull a 2003 Marlins World Series out of your butts. (laughs) I I don't know if this is the year that we're ready for, um, for, for the World Series win. I do believe the White Sox have the depth to go at least to the ALCS and force like a seven game series yeah. if they don't win it. Um, I think it depends the trade deadline too. Like if you guys got like a a solid, like we're trying to think of like a a solid hitter that you guys could pick up that could potentially be who's on a selling team. But I can't really think of yeah. anybody right now. But if it you guys could get somebody like someone... that, I think that would just really complete the team and get freaking Ed Canacion's bitch ass spot. <laughs> well, the interesting thing right now, so we actually picked up Adam Eaton, uh, and we're, we're we have a platoon out in right field. I would have liked for them to uh, to go for um, uh, was it uh, George Springer that signed with Toronto? Um, I would have liked for them to go for a better, like a premium right fielder or a premium pitcher. But I think that if we don't win this year, Lance Lynn walks. Um, because he was a one-year rental trade with the Rangers. And I think the White Sox sign a premier pitcher next year, potentially. Um, and then we have a couple guys who are young that will plug into the right field spot. 
uh, or left field potentially even. So I don't know. I think that, yes, this is a year where we go far, but I don't think this is the year we win it all. Um, I see you guys at least go into the championship game. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I see the ceiling. Yeah. Um, You'll make a playoff run for sure, but it's just going to be where the weaknesses in your lineup that's going to determine what you do before the trade deadline. But if someone like the Red Sox fall apart again, I could see making a move of like a big money yeah. team selling off to Chicago and then y'all picking up someone to just kind of complete that lineup and be like, all right, let's spend the money. Yeah. Let's just buy something. Especially if uh, the guy that was a rookie last year, what was his name? Um, uh, Luis Robert. Yeah. If he like steps up into a like Bryce Harper ish player, which I think he has the potential to do, then you get, you guys get that last piece and keep your pitching. Then scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And I could talk about the White Sox all day long, but we won't. Um, the Indians next, and we're we're getting a little bit short on time. We have seven teams left. Let's go ahead and hit the Indians, and then 69. keep on rolling. Um, what was that, Gabe? You were breaking up there a little bit. I'll use my sixty-nine wins on the Indians. <laughs> hey. Nice. Um, what was that? What what religion? I don't know if there's a lag going on right now, but I'm I'm like hearing kind of little, little bits and pieces from you guys. I think it's better now. Okay, better. Rutledge, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with 81 wins, but it's gonna be through their pitching. So they're just gonna their strength of their pitching is gonna carry them. A lot of three to one games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think 81. I, I like 81, and I agree. I think 81 with their pitching. And Shane Bieber might repeat as the AL Cy Young. Yeah. Um, the Twins, the Twinkies, the Minnesota bitches. Um, I think they're going to end up with 94 wins. And it's going to be a big division. It's going to be down to the wire. White Sox will end up with 98 wins. Twins will end with 94 win, and uh, the White Sox win the division. Yeah, I'm picking the Twins at 96. I feel like it's going to be uh, a close one. Like, I think this is going to be the not as close as the entire division at the uh, the Reds division. What is it, the Central over there? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be a real close one and two between y'all two again that I'm excited to watch. 90-something wins, but they finish second. Yeah. It's like 94. We're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Boston Red Assholes. Bitch socks. Um, the bitch socks. Um, I think that they have a rebound year. I think uh, I could be wrong, uh, but Chris Sale, I believe, is healthy this year. I think he had uh, Tommy John uh, last year, the year before, and I think he was recovering. Um, I could be wrong. I don't remember the exact timeline. Uh, I think the the Red Sox end still in um, third place in the division because this is just such a loaded division. Um, I'm going to guess 80, 86 wins for the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking... High 70s, 77 to 79-ish. So I'll say 78 because averages. I'm going to go 80 wins, but they're going to finish fourth in the division. Oh, okay. It's going to be it's gonna be uh, wild there. It is going to be wild. I, th- I think that this is going to be another division that's like super down to the wire and it's the top four teams just beating the crap out of each other. Um. The Orioles, I think, are going to end with 50, 55 wins this season. Orioles with 55 wins. Mm, this feels like what I should have saved my 69 for. So I'm saying 68. 
I'll go under it in Point 67, nine. but they're not going to do much. Yeah, last no. place. No. Uh, Blue Jays added the George Springer that I wanted, and they add, they have a, a full year of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That will be interesting and exciting. He's the yeah. uh, Tatis Jr., Tim Anderson of the AL East. Um, I'm going to have them as my... I think they're the team that ends up in fourth. I don't remember what I said for the Red Sox, but they're going to end up with two wins below that. Um, they're barely going to miss that number three spot, and they are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think they finish above the Red Sox. Um, so I'm picking them as three. Because right now I think I have Orioles, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and they'll be 80-ish, 80-ish wins, 84, 85. I don't remember what I said for the Red Sox, but more than them <laughs> i'm with i'm with gabe two more wins than the red Sox. they'll finish third there's a lot of hype about them going into from the spring training but i don't think it's enough yeah not in this division yeah uh yankees gabe why don't you start us off for the yankees um i think we're gonna get a lot of losses from our division being as hard as it is so i don't think we're gonna be high 90s is probably our ceiling just because of the competition so it seems relatively the same as last year, which we did pretty well. Um, we just kind of like in recent years, like at least in my lifetime, Yankees kind of choke a lot um, and underperform. And so 90, 96 wins feels right. I'm going to go with that. Every time we pay pitchers, they always come in and just underperform. So I'm going to say 96. I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to say 105. Um, while this division is stacked, I think it's just going to be the Yankees are going to become the team to beat. They're just going to fly through people this year. This just feels like one of those years where it's the Yankees are the unstoppable force that baseball loves to have. People like baseball when the Yankees are good. Judge, If Stanton and Judge can stay healthy, then I'm, I agree. They just never can. <laughs> I, I I actually uh, I agree with Rutledge. I think that the Yankees are going to be over 100 wins, but the second-place team is going to be a very close battle in the 80s. So I think that the Yankees win um, 104, 105-ish maybe. Um, but then kind of going ahead to the Rays, I think that they get second place in the division with 89 wins. I feel close with these two because the Rays are really good. Um, they, the Yankees lose a lot of games they should win. The Rays feel like they always win the games they're supposed to win, which evens out. Like they never play down to the competition of anybody. They always beat the people they're supposed to. Um, like the Spurs of the freaking American League. And so, I could see them winning the division. Um, so I'm gonna say tie record with the Yankees whatever I said, 98, and then one of them gets a tiebreaker. <laughs> I have the Yankees will beat the Rays, but I'm, um, but it's going to be like, if the Yankees have 105, the Rays are going to have like 103. And that'll be all everyone talks about in the AL series is those two. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see the AL East becoming um, kind of just this weird, uh, especially if the Yankees are good Rutledge. I think you have a really good point about like baseball, just liking powerhouse teams. If the White Sox don't, uh, if they underperform, 
because there's a lot of pundits out there who have the White Sox winning the ALCS and actually representing the American League in the World Series. Um, so I would say that if the White Sox are underperforming, the AL East is going to get all the media attention and it's going to be Rays Yankees media attention for the entire season. Yeah. Um, yep. That's kind of how I see it going, though. That feels right. So real quick, in our last couple of seconds here, so we don't uh, take up too much more time, any award predictions? I know uh, Rutledge and I both have the AL and NL MVPs on our teams. Do we see a repeat with that, Rutledge? What do you think? No, I can see it on our – I think with everything, especially that we've said tonight, um, someone off of – like Acuna off of the Braves and Carmen, I'm sure you can name drop someone off of the White Sox – those are the two preseason teams that are going to have a lot of hype and that are in a division where they're going to, where they're going to produce a judge or a Stanton while their division's really good. They're not going to look dominant enough. It's going to be a team effort to overcome. So you're going to see those two teams having someone that brings it based on just, they have the luck of having everything right around them. So when they have the good year, they'll just look really good, even though they're probably playing just as good as someone in a tougher division. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think that Acuna really does have – Acuna or Freeman, honestly, I think have a really good shot. If Freeman has anywhere close to the record he had last year but do it for a whole 160-game season, um, he's setting himself up really, really solid there. Um, I think the the MVP to beat, though, is probably going to be Mookie Betts if he has anything close to the season he had last year but for a whole season. Um, I, I think for the AL, I don't think Abreu is going to re- be able to repeat um, I think he's going to be a solid producer. He's going to hit his uh, career averages. He'll probably be around 300, hit about 30-plus home runs, 100, maybe 115, 120 RBIs. Um, but I see Luis Robert on the White Sox having a breakout season and winning the, the AL MVP. And I think that this is going to be the first year in a long time that we actually start to see pitchers uh, in serious AL MVP talks. And I think it could be the closer of the White Sox, Liam Hendricks uh, from the Oakland Athletics. Um, If he doesn't win the MVP, I think he's a real shot for a potential AL Cy Young award. Um, Gabe, what's going on in your head? What do you think for any award predictions? Um, I think if he stays healthy, I'm going to pick a a Yankee and and go with Aaron Judge. I do think Mookie Betts is going to win in the NL. I think he's the guy to beat for the next couple years <laughs> in the NL race. And then, yeah, I hope Abreu, I think is going to have great numbers, but I just feel like you have to do something real great to repeat and to get an MVP award back to back. And if judge can stay healthy and produce, especially, I don't know if, cause he didn't really get to, he was hurt a lot last year. Um, and so this, if, if this can be his first full year after being robbed of his MVP from Altuve, It'd be nice to see him get some some recognition. So that's just the a little poetic justice I'm hoping for. Also, I I'm so sorry. Question. I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize that we skipped the AL West on, on my phone. I was trolling. No, no, I'm sorry. So yeah, AL West. Thank you, Rutledge. Shout out. Uh, we're gonna go back. Um, Rangers, go ahead. Take it away, Rutledge. Uh, Rangers still struggling to rebuild. Like 45 wins. 46. 47. Los Angeles Angels. I wish they were better. Mike Trout Same. deserves so much more, man. I would love to watch him in the postseason. 
but I don't know, 60, 64 wins. I think the I think the Angels get hot. I think the Angels actually uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the winning the division. I'm gonna go bold. That's that's this is gonna be my hottest take of the whole night. A hot take. Angels win the division with ninety four wins. I'm gonna say eighty Okay, that's a lot of wins. That's a lot. I'm gonna say eighty two wins for them. They do really well, but I don't think it's as well as they should. Mariners. Mariners, I'm gonna give them eighty one wins. Yeah, Mariners are my division winner. Um, I'm going to give them 88 wins, though. I'm going to go 90 wins for the Mariners, and I will say someone growing up in the Pacific Northwest, it's finally good to hear the predicting how many wins they'll have versus how many days they'll be eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. uh, or how yeah. many uh, PED-related suspensions they can get in one season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Astros, fuck the Astros, but yeah, they're going to probably get 80, yeah, 87 wins. I think yeah. second place in the division, 87 second. wins. Number two behind My the angels. St- stupid twin. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with second place. I don't have a number though. I'm going to go 80 something. going to go 94 first place in the division. All right. And then we are left with the athletics. Um, they've, I think, just lost too much, especially losing their closer uh, to the White Sox. Um, I think they're going to end up with with 80 even, and they're going to end up in uh, third place in the division. 80 sounds good. 79 wins. I would say I realistically think the Astros are going to win the division. I just really do not want it to happen. Also, Rutledge, I like that. We both said eight, and you're like, mm, 79. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't even know who you guys are, but I do what I want on this show. Yeah. It's my show, and we are back. <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> and we're um, in my Anyways, house. yeah, so I I like where we're at. I like all of the predictions we gave. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to write all this down, like, next time we do the actual playoff episode and see how close we were. Um I really hope we if don't have to take those 79 right. shots. I really hope that doesn't happen. I hope we do. <laughs> no, we are, but it's it's 79 each, not 79 divided by the three of us. It's 79 Oh, each. I know what you meant. Yeah. Um, oh, I, oh, we knew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, any final dude thoughts for the night? Rutledge, anything you want to share before we start wrapping this up? Um, uh, thanks for having me come out. It was really fun to talk baseball. I'm still putting out there publicly that months ago, uh, Connor and I challenged you guys to some 2K you have yet to answer the call. We want to have you on our show. Come out to Friend Stream Sports, watch Rutledge, try to figure out who Carmen is, who Connor is, and Gabe will be there. So, <laughs> I'll but, be uh, there because I'm the only one that has 2K between me and Carmen. There so. you go. <laughs> so, anyways, shameless plug for my show, Friend Stream Sports. We're on YouTube, we're on Twitch. We're two guys that do sports talk. We play video games. We um the beauty about being in Twitch, unlike recording a podcast, if you watch our show and put stuff in the comments, we like to chat back and forth with you. So. Um, yeah, for everyone like out there, audience at all. yeah, for everyone out there, we, <laughs> yeah. we like to talk to our fans. We talk to our only fans only. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for premium hot, hot content. I heard that's a yes, fan yes. store. That's what only fans is, right? It's a store where you buy just mm-hmm. fans. It's just ceiling fans. Yeah. Exactly. Bo- maybe yeah. box fans. Maybe a box yes. fan, maybe a industrial fan. Yeah. The big, maybe one of those, uh, fans that has actually shaped like a flashlight. That's true. Yeah, maybe the one of those fans, when you were a kid, you'd go, ah, uh, and let it make your voice. <laughs> a nice misting fan. 
I would also like to say <laughs> one of those fans from Disney that has a spray bottle on it. I'd also like to anymore? say I appreciated Carmen's Clayton Kershaw ask expertise of toilet paper grip with the one, two, three year out wipes. So get cleaning yeah. up the peanuts and cracker jacks. I would say the best wipe though to finish up is if you have any wet wipes or dude wipes with you. One dry wipe, one wet wipe. You're done. Dude wipes sound like a I'm just waiting for the for day. That's what it I was going to say. I'm waiting for the day that they respond to my emails and request for them to sponsor us because I have so how many dude incredible. Wipes. Yeah, like how awesome would it be to say, and we are back. Welcome to this episode of Dude Thoughts sponsored by Dude Wipes. You know, I feel yeah. like that's just, it's an advertisement Honestly, in the mix. I just would kill for a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they're so great. Bidet to you, sir. I said bidet. Um, <laughs> I said bidet. Um, anyways, Gabe, any final thoughts that you want to share before we sign out for the night? I do not. And unless you have anything, shall I do the things? I, I just want to say don't be racist. I know uh, that's a big thing going on right now, especially with, uh, you know, baseball is such a diverse sport. Uh, we have um, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, um, all, all over the world. And that's one of the beauty, beautiful things about sports is we have such diverse cultures within it. Um, so just don't be racist. Don't don't you know, if you're a Red Sox fan listening to this, don't be racist, please. Yeah, especially you guys. Hashtag Tory Hunter's no trade clause. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, that's all I got. Thank everybody so much for listening. Go follow us on social media. We named it earlier. Go watch Friends Stream Sports, where you can watch our friends stream sports. Potentially, you'll watch the Suns play the somebody, and we'll banter and have a good time. Jim Little Gabe, Catholic Kelky, Carmen Gabriel Official, Friends Stream Sports. If you've got a dream. Go and chase it. We will see you guys in the next one.